What's up, losers, and welcome to Loser Cartoons Podcast, Episode 3. This is Kanicki, and I'm here with my co-host, Sam. What's up? Flora. Hey. And our newest co-host, Phantom. Hey, losers. Today we're talking about One Season Wonders, but before we begin, go ahead and like and follow us on whatever streaming service you are using. First, we're going to start by addressing the elephant in the room. Loser Cartoons welcomes its newest co-host, Phantom. He likes long walks on the beach, isekai anime, and Dungeons and Dragons. Welcome, Phantom. We are super happy to have you. Who the hell do you think I am? I am just another loser who likes to talk about anime. Happy to be here. Awesome. So moving into our topic for the week, as previously stated, we're going to be addressing one season wonder anime. This includes anime that were or were not intended to only be one season, as well as those who are just being tested on the audience to gauge interest. These anime don't always stem from source material either. Examples of one season wonders include Erased, God of High School, Blue Exorcist, and many more. So let's go ahead and kickstart this episode off by talking about one season wonders that did it right. So this is just my opinion, but some animes I think that did like a one season very well were Tower of God and Tata Never Falls in Love. I feel like it didn't leave us off on like a cliffhanger and everything felt very tied up and resolved at the end of it. Like I was pretty happy where those seasons like ended. I didn't feel like it was incomplete or that there was like more to the story. Is Tower of God being okay for another season, or did it just end? I have no idea. I think it still just has one season, but I know that like the webtoon, it's still well, it's on hiatus right now, but it's still actually the the webtoon actually is just starting back up. I think oh, I really? just saw an announcement of that. Uh-huh. Shit. And also, I'm I'm double checking, but I'm fairly certain season two got greenlit. There's just not a release date yet. I don't think it's been greenlit yet, Sam. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about a second season. Yeah. I've never seen a webcomic go for multiple seasons. I mean, it's new with, like, God of High School and Tower of God that, like, Crunchyroll is picking up webtoons. But, like, I read a lot of Tower of God, and it gets very convoluted. (laughs) Like, I couldn't (laughs) keep track of all the characters and all the power scaling, like... I have never seen or read Tower of God, but I have heard a lot of great things about it. But kind of going back to what Flora was saying, because I think that was an interesting point that, weirdly enough, I didn't think of. I don't like how there are so many incomplete one-season wonder anime. I wasn't really thinking that like a qualification to be a good one-season wonder would be a complete wrapped-up ending in one season. I think a lot of the problems that you see with one season anime is that I don't think a lot of these series ever intended to even make a season two, even if the series like left on a cliffhanger or it didn't wrap up completely. Because to be honest with you, plenty of these series, the only reason why they're getting anime adaptations is simply to just boost manga sales, not to necessarily actually adapt the entirety of the story. Which is weird because then you're spending all this money, even though budgets for a lot of animes aren't that high, you're spending that to like take the risk of increasing manga sales. Like, What if the anime's fucked, which a lot of them are? It's a complicated system that I actually learned about by reading the manga Bakuman. Highly recommend it. It's like you get popular as a manga and then they greenlight you for a anime but if the manga doesn't uphold its popularity the anime whether it itself is good or not gets cut 
Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it too, is that even if the anime adaptation is subpar, just the announcement itself will drive manga sales up no matter what. And then right around its first few episodes airing, even if it's bad, people will see that who have maybe never read the manga before, maybe be interested, realize that the adaptation's not that great, and will immediately just go to the manga, which again, just fulfills the whole reason for the anime adaptation in the first place. I feel like that's a little bit backwards in a sense, because I feel like we should be making animes based off of mangas that are popular. I mean, what's the story with Chainsaw Man then? The one that's getting released this fall, right? I mean, is that a popular manga? I don't know. I mean, I read, you know, half of it, but... It's very, very popular. I'd say it's up there with like Jujutsu Kaisen as far as like the new big booming Shonen series in Shonen Jump manga. Mm. And I mean, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with some studios doing that. And it's, well, it's not even the studios, it's the production committees doing that. Because it's not like every anime series is like that. Like there are plenty of anime series that studios will create that they even lose money on and they do it just simply for the passion itself. A great example of that is ReZero. Something like that, they lose so much money on the anime itself because even some of their episodes will be like 29 minutes long and will not have any time for commercials when aired on TV. So they will lose money on that and they have to rely on gaining money from just merchandise and like manga slash light novel sales. So it just kind of depends on the series. I think Rem alone makes up a large majority of their Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Do y'all think that like, so take Erased, for example, I think Flora brought it up earlier. You know, it's nice and wrapped up. Do you think that if Erased were to get another season, do you think that would ruin the appeal of the show? Because it was almost meant to be a one season wonder. I mean, say even if it's done well. Well, I don't know if the story continues, because if I'm not mistaken, I think Erased, was Erased not an original series? I don't know if it was based off sort. No, no, it. I, I might be thinking of just Anohana. I'm not sure if it was based on an original, but I remember watching a race and it just ended so well that for me personally, no, I wouldn't want another season just because it was a perfect story within itself. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that the uh, the anime covered the entirety of its source material, so there is no real room to have a second season. It just had so happened that the series itself was short. Erased was such a great series, but it's almost sad, like how short-lived it is, how like fleeting the experience is. And Erased is a very unique story, honestly, in general, I feel like compared to a lot of the other anime that are adapted, because I watch more anime than I read manga, which is, I feel like, pretty typical. There's just not many stories like that, and it, it feels sad that it's so short. I mean, I think that's part of the appeal, actually, with a lot of these one-season wonders, because, like, Sam mentioned Anohana. It was just a short, sweet, beautiful story, and, like, I don't typically watch sad anime. Like, I haven't watched Angel Beats just because, you know, watch anime to have a good time, personally. But I did cry at the end of that, and it was just beautiful and sweet, and I think if it went on for another season, like, you would have lost that magic as well. So that's true. Anohana is a great example of one of the few anime original series that completely did it right. From start to finish, beautiful story, great characters, hell of a gut punch to end that series, uh, to end that series. 
and it it was just honestly magnificent. Yeah, I can agree with that. I love Anohana, and it just ruined me. <laughs> like it ruined I, I cried for days. <laughs> like I went in it, and I was like expect like I knew I was gonna cry, but like not that much. Like they didn't have to go that hard, but they did. I saw promotional material for like a tenth anniversary thing, and I saw a poster with all the characters aged up. Do you guys know if it's gonna be a small like OVA or something? I doubt it, but I I have seen the promotional photo. I have not. It's awesome. Send me a link. Can you see this? <laughs> I'll I'll send it to you. Okay, in that case, I think we're gonna go ahead and move on to who fucked up. Personally, the ending, like I was into the anime as a whole, but the ending of Blue Exorcist kind of tainted a lot of it for me. Ugh. <laughs> oh, Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, it's just sour taste in my mouth. So, and I think I will get started. <laughs> so that one, that one, if I'm not mistaken, completely veered off of the manga and went completely anime original ending, did it not? Shit didn't even make any fucking sense, like, in general, Sam. So what what was the issue with it? I haven't seen the series, and quite honestly, I'm not really all that interested in watching it. But, so, like, what, what was the issue with it? It was one of those things that once it went anime only, that it started getting very convoluted and self-proclaiming. Like, oh, gotta do justice, friendship, without any real ties. And yeah, just weird power scaling, you know, pro tag BS right at the end. And it's just, ugh. it was sloppy. It just didn't really have a direction of where it was going. It was super rushed. It was sloppy. It was gross. I was kind of into the series. It's a little immature and underdeveloped for my liking, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, whatever. But the story was pretty decent. Like the main character, like he's basically Aaron Yeager with a tail and blue fire. But in fact, I'm pretty sure they have the same voice actor and dub. They do. Yeah, dude, he certainly likes a certain type of character, but he was like on a journey and developing. And then all of a sudden at the end of the series, he becomes like, he's still immature and untrained, overpowered boss fight. It was gross. I hated it. That's sad. When a series like that, cause I, I know it's, I know it's super popular because, God, I, I see that everywhere. It's sad when you see a series like that just kind of start to fall apart near the end. I just don't understand why. I mean, there's multiple reasons why. I don't know which one in particular Blue Exorcist went through. But, I mean, there's you know the problem of the anime catching up to the manga, not having enough source material. Uh, there's the potential of the manga being you know, just canceled, so there is no more source material, or there's the possibility of the anime simply just not generating enough revenue, so the studio's just forced to just wrap it up before it really was supposed to. Lame. That's business for you. This one was really disappointing for me, was God of High School. Oh. Yeah, I know. The fight scenes were just like, I mean, absolutely incredible. Probably the best I've ever seen. I can't really think of any hand-to-hand combat fight scenes. This 
specifically is what I mean. I haven't seen anything better than that. The animation was different. It was pleasing. The characters were cute, had some potential. They really fucking dropped the ball right, well, really immediately. It was episode three or four was like the marriage episode. That was so random. I was like getting whiplash. And then once you hit episode seven, shit just started taking some twists and turns. It made no fucking sense. And I actually stopped. I was like, dude, I can't finish this. Like, how disappointing. What a giant fuck up. Do you know how many shonen tards would have like jerked off to this series every night had it been done right? <laughs> um, it's funny that you mention all the jerkiness, the whiplash, because I did read a good portion of that manhwa slash webcomic as well. And it's very similar, <laughs> to be honest. There is a lot more that is explained in the manhwa that was never conveyed in the anime. Like, a lot of the basic world building that you kind of need, which I was kind of taken aback, wasn't in the anime. And just a lot of the fight scenes and even the move names were taken out of the anime. So a lot was lost in translation, which kind of threw me off the anime. Like, I didn't finish it. I know what they were trying to do. They were they were trying to fool these like shonen obsessed Naruto stands, if I'm stereotyping, which I am. <laughs> but no one was fooled though. No no one's dumb enough to be like, yeah, this is an incredible series. Like we can take about 30 minutes of fight scenes out of it and say they were the best fight scenes, but that wasn't enough to make up for the rest of it. And I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say that. No, seriously, if there was a right way to watch The God of High School, like if I had to, if someone was asking me, hey, should I watch The God of High School? I would literally tell them, go to YouTube and just look up the fight clips and you will enjoy it more so than if you were just watching the series by itself. Absolutely. I've been meaning to get into this with Kaneki, so the listeners oh dear. kick out of it. <laughs> Rascal does not dream of Bunny Senpai. I think it was great, and Kaneki just didn't give it a chance. I watched the whole show. What are you talking about? What? Didn't watch the movie. Just because I didn't watch the movie, Sam, doesn't mean shit. I don't. I didn't watch about. the movie. Oh, okay. I think the movie's the best arc. the The show was boring as fuck and stupid. I will watch the movie after this for sure. But especially, like, the last arc, maybe it's because I'm biased of being a big brother myself. It just hit so to home and was so personable that I, I don't see how you could not like it. Like, So, I want to give a little context here. Bunny Girl Senpai was the second anime I ever watched. So, it was back in January, uh, December... Was it third? I think Promise Neverland was second. You're right. (laughs) But it was in like January 2020. Right, Sam? Because I think I started watching anime in December 2019. And it was just the show was convoluted. I didn't like the concept of the... uh, What's the sickness again? Adolescent syndrome. Adolescent syndrome. I, I didn't like it. I thought it didn't make sense. Mai is cool on her own. But she's also, like, from what I recall and my impression, just a fucking bitch, dude. Not even, like, a 
good mm. tsundere. Just a shitty tsundere. Well, she's not a tsundere, and I will die on that hill. She has tsundere qualities, I can give you that, but she's not a tsundere. She is sarcastic, and I find that attractive, <laughs> personally. I think she has personality that a lot of other heroines don't. Why? Because she calls him cheeky every five minutes? Not even that, just like the playfulness and not the outright aggression, but not the step all over me either. It's a good middle ground, in my opinion. I feel like there are dynamics in, in couples that are a little more aggressive and, and cold and aloof and humorous, which is fine. There's something about that interaction, though, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. It feels like she is being ab- like abusive in the sense of like she it just feels wrong to me because like here's how I kind of think of it in my head is that like if the roles were reversed if my was the man in the relationship and he was the woman we would we would not stand because it's almost abusive and kind of icky but because she's a woman and because it's different for from a stereotypical woman it's like entertaining I also disagree on that because he takes it and gives it back. Like, there's also, like, sarcastic interplay. Wait, no. So what? Sakuta absolutely gives it back in the beginning. Yeah. I just feel like she shits all over his feelings and he, like, I don't know, like, ignores it by, like, trying to be the same as her. It's just, it doesn't feel right, you guys. Episode four, she straight up says, like, it's not the whole normal Sundere, like, oh, no, I'm not gonna go out with you even though I really want to. It's straight up that episode, she says, yeah, I'll go out with you. Didn't she have conditions? She had the one condition of she was like, I want you to say you love me once every day for a month. And if you still believe it after a month, then that's fine. And that led to a beautiful interaction of Sakata. Well, they had they had to go through this multiple times because of the second arc. But it it eventually ended up being where Sakata would say it on the 30th day and she would say, you know, I don't know. I've heard it uh, every day for 30 days. It doesn't really mean that much to me. And Sakata's just like, Oh, okay, well then, see ya. Never mind. And she's like, "Wait, no, I'm kidding." Like, and he's like, "Okay, cool, go out with me." And after, and then, you know, from there, it's history. All right, you know what? It's been over a year since I've seen the shit. Wait, what year are we in? Twenty twenty one. Oh shit, dude! I thought we were in twenty twenty two. I was a little fucked up. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I'll give it another shot and see what happens. But I certainly don't like the adolescent syndrome. Uh, aspect of it like the romance aspect or between them i'll give it to you but everything else it's a no for me like how he has to deal with all the shit it's so anxiety like it's it's, it makes me anxious i ugh. that is that not the point of some anime that's the point of like a whole thriller okay yes matt okay yeah but no not when it's adolescent syndrome like throw a murderer in there and i'll fuck with it that's so that's so basic minded. Like they're trying to do something new and like they're trying to and do it something failed. like a, it, it did not. It did mm. not fail. <laughs> okay. You could say this the same thing with the race. Nowhere. Phantom just said the adolescent syndrome was dumb. Basically. Yes. You could also yeah. say 
the erased time travel is dumb because that doesn't make sense. Okay, but they do it very it's well. Right. It's they not. Do it's, it's, well. not about, it's not about realism. Obviously, I like shit that isn't realistic necessarily. I find that particular concept dumb and boring and weird. And why is this fucking weirdo the one that has to deal with the shit? It's just, I don't, that's just because my Because he's the main character and that's how he's, the story is written. Okay, I don't like the show. That is all. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. You just don't like have, Phantom is a fucking the, idiot and says that Ren a Girlfriend is a terrible show. Let's talk about and that I will, one, Captain. Okay, oh, yeah, we, we can flip it. That's fine. All yeah, right. let's flip the so, shit, motherfucker. And I've had this argument before, but now other people can weigh in. The protagonist has no growth. Oh at my all. god. He, he simply jerks off to a different girl at the end. And I it's gross to me. It's, it's gross. He's a, walk, he's a walking cum stand. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you don't think he made progress in moving past his ex and like learning how to kind of like almost have in a relationship? Where he was not capable before and was being abused by some little shithead with titties. Well, he's gone from simping for a girl that literally <laughs> hates him to simping for a girl that doesn't have feelings for him while also being in a relationship with a girl who actually does like him and he chooses to ignore. So it's like, different problem, same issue. You he know. goes from emotionally abusive in the sense that it's actively emotionally abusive to like passively emotionally abusive and it's just is that not my from bunny girl senpai i'm confused no because she returns the feelings <laughs> but we're talking about rent girl okay. <laughs> like my for bunny girl senpai takes time out of her busy schedule to visit the main character when he was going through shit so she does care. She shows care. Ran a girlfriend. They there's points where they showed care, but it's that passive. It's like, oh, I'm only doing this as a favor or whatever. And that's where the like Sundere stuff that I get tired of comes in. It's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Chizuru is fucking goaded. All right, first off, I actually love her just as much, if not more, than my. I think she's a fantastically well-written character because she's just off. She's just doing her own thing. Like when obviously the main character is a fucking shithead <laughs> and like, you know, not a whole lot of people are big fans of him, but that shouldn't I take mean, away from into it. That shouldn't take away from <laughs> Chizuru's character because she's, she's great. She's, you know, independent, trying to um, uh, work her own way through life, trying to handle herself. And she, everything she does is very professional and even when it comes to being put in the some of the most awkward and shitty situations being put in those by the main, by the main character she handles them with so much class and so much maturity and never even really goes off on them like she'll like she'll tell him off but it's never because it's never because he doesn't deserve it yeah i don't have any problem with Chizuru. i think she's fine i think Chizuru's fine as a character in herself I agree with a lot of your points in that she does hold herself with maturity. I just think the show as a whole can't be propped up by one character. Well. Find Okay, no, I'm going to cut in here. I like the main character, not from the like moral sense, like, oh, he's a great guy. I like what he brings to the show. 
I like how it's different. <laughs> like sometimes, actually, a lot of the time, people are pieces of shit. <laughs> like, obviously, I have my limits with certain things, but it's kind of like I compare it to Mineta from My Hero. I Mineta is in my top five favorite characters of My Hero because of the fuckery that he adds. So it's clearly just you like, don't have limits. <laughs> okay, I have limits. Uh, if he sexually assaults somebody, actually, assault. Yeah, well, really, we put that on the writer. We don't put that on Mineta. But... I mean, what do, what, do we, what do we classify peeping as? All right, that's not the fucking point. <laughs> Listen, if we're going into peeping, there's a lot of anime characters on that list. No, I, I mean, for the anime ending. characters, they sometimes add something, sometimes are really annoying and creepy. It just depends how it's done, and obviously on the person. I mean, I see Mineta as creepy and annoying, but that's just me. Okay, but have you watched him dubbed? I've seen, like, clips and stuff, but even so, I don't like him. He doesn't add anything to the plot. <laughs> I know, but that's why it's so funny. <laughs> I actually agree with Kaniki on this one. I like Mineta. I think he's quirky and not super pervy like I've seen other pervy characters done. Yeah, he's not the worst, but I could still do without him, you know? I will say, though, Mineta subbed is really gross, but Mineta dubbed is, like, fucking hilarious. Right when I think we have a middle ground, Kaniki, you say something else, Ben. I'm the opposite. I think <laughs> subbed he's better dubbed than dubbed. Wait. Oh, uh, that's funny. You think <laughs> Mineta's better subbed? I do. You're a fucking... Alright. Oh, Listen, I'm I'm not a big fan of this whole nasally voice. Like, please don't. It's <laughs> hilarious! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay, in that case, <laughs> um, we're going to move on to uh, cult classics and animes. Uh, one Season Wonders We Wish Got Another Season. And I'm going to leave this one up to Flora, so go ahead and take it away. Something that's absolutely a cult is uh, Oron High School Host Club. Um, even though we're like, we're never, it's never happening. The second season is not coming, but it's, it's a cult and it's kind of interesting. <laughs> Fruits Basket uh, used to have a cult following until the um, the rerun that they did. But Uron High School Host Club is the most popular shoujo of all time. I will take oh, that to my grave. You Google it, any list, it's at the top. No, I am uh, it's Sailor Moon. <laughs> okay. Actually, no. If you go Google right now, most popular shoujo, Uron High School Host Club is going to be number one. Vampire Knight's going to be third. I mean, I could check Mal. Fuck go off popularity rankings. Do it. <laughs> All right. Sailor Moon's tough, though, because I feel like that's older like than Uron High School Host Club. Anyway, back to my point, because Sam's being a fucking prick. <laughs> I am astounded it doesn't have a second season and disappointed. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, I don't know why it didn't get a second season, but I think they were probably trying to see, like, Gaj interest in it. I miss it. <laughs> but the manga's complete. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like it that much. Okay, if we're going off of anime specifically, are we? do we classify Noragami as a shoujo? Mm. 
Because if so, that one's easily number one. It's not even close. I don't cons I don't consider it a stereotypical like classic shoujo like Uron, Maid Sama, um, Vampire Night. There isn't as heavy of a I, let's go. Let's say rom like almost like romance shoujo, if you will, or cheesy shoujo. Let me go off manga because anime is kind of biased just because a lot of people don't record their. We're talking about the anime. We're I know, but the manga. Yeah, the problem is, is that people that have watched Made Sama, people that have watched Sailor Moon, people that have okay. watched Arnold's Club, because there's so much. I am so telling horror, you right now. When I was googling, when I was googling top shoujo to watch, Uron High School Host Club is the top of every list on every link that you click on. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. tell you right now. All right. Like it is what it is. It's also a fucking travesty that it doesn't have a second season. But I digress. Also, why the hell are you here, teacher? Ten out of ten. Don't at me. <laughs> God, dude, I just realized something. Y'all already know what I'm gonna say. Cult classic ne needs a, a a full season to begin with. Ten out of ten. Incredible. No one better talk to me. Yari Chin Bitch Club. I knew you were gonna say greatest, that. <laughs> greatest shit ever made. Why isn't there more? We need it. Oh, I think about it. I think about it every day. When I wake up, when I go to sleep. We no. need. I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> I, think, I think about that song every day. because That shit is a bop. <laughs> yeah. The one cult classic I would say, it's not because it was good by any sense. It's because of the comedy of it. Especially the dubbed version. Have you guys heard of ghost stories oh no. my <laughs> god so <laughs> sam knows what's up so it is known as the official abridged anime yep so what happened is when it was dubbed i'm not sure why the studio picked it up at all but they just assumed it would flunk right so they pretty much told the voice actors do whatever you want like improv away and the whole thing is pretty much improv. Pretty much as if you looked up in a bridge series on YouTube. It is hilarious. <laughs> Some of the best clips I've ever seen on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, are from that tub. They are absolutely incredible. <laughs> and yeah, the whole reason for it was, yeah, simply because the, uh, the anime completely flopped in Japan. So when they went to go dub it, yeah, they just they gave the voice actors complete free range and they were like, do whatever you can to make this sell. And boy did they. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. I will I will show you clips. I will show you clips later. They Please. they are just so cancelable now, but so funny. <laughs> oh yeah. A lot of it can be a little eesh. But oh yeah, no. If it's... that were to come out now, that shit would get that shit would get taken down faster than fucking uh, interspecies <laughs> reviewers did. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, maybe not as fast as that. It's not that bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like one episode with some of the some of the pretty edgy jokes that they make. I feel like it'd get canceled immediately. <laughs> at least, at least, at least when it came to interspecies reviewers, that shit really didn't. You know get too bad until like episode three <laughs> okay any any final thoughts that we have here uh shout out devil is a part-timer for some way somehow ending up getting a second season and i'm still holding out hope for no game no life 
yes, no game, no life. Here's to you. One, I'm still holding out hope for that super niche, super cult is Grimgar, a fantasy of Ash. Total, like, it's a kind nerd one, but it was just chef's kiss, and I really wish. I, I don't think it ever is getting a second season. I hope Yuri on Ice gets a second season, but I mean, we're also <laughs> getting a movie, so. Oh, Yuri on Ice is so good, dude. All I'm going to do is hold out hope for Yuri Chain Bitch Club. That's all I need. <laughs> okay, everyone, that's it for today's episode. Follow the podcast, like, comment, share, and follow us on TikTok at Loser Cartoons Podcast and on Twitter at Loser Cartoons with a Z to stay updated, as well as check out our website that is linked in our Twitter bio and our Anchor homepage. We are now on six different streaming platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. We'll be back again in two weeks. Later, losers.